Hi, everybody. Dang it! I, oh, that's was that really, really loud? loud. So sorry. I, I even pulled the, ears. I pulled the mic away even when I did it. That's going to be a rough start. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry. Danielle tried to beat me to the crunch <laughs> on saying hello to you all. And I did. It did not work out. Oh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> it was really entertaining, though. So the one who screamed in your ear at the beginning of this episode, that was Danielle. <laughs> this is Emily, the nice, calm, quiet. One time my neighbor did say I have the voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen, tell me. Kathleen Manning told yeah, me. That. That's so sweet. Yep. And she's a Mormon, so I tend to believe she knows a little bit more about angels than the rest of us do. So. Oh my God. Yeah. That's adorable. Um, <laughs> That's like my new favorite compliment. Midwest Madness. Um, and, and this is a mini. We're doing a mini today. And it's Emily's. Yeah. I'm super excited. And it's a. Like, when we say mini, it's going to be mini. That's so okay. just enjoy it while it lasts, people. <laughs> We've given them a good extra, like, what, minute and a half of content? Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, cool. Let's What's your story about? Get into it. Um, I'm ready. I'm going to be telling the story of William Raymond Nesbitt. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Is this a kidnapping, missing it's person? It's a crime. Okay. It is a jewelry heist Ooh. slash murder. Oh. Yeah. It was really cool for a second, and then it got sad. Yeah. They, I try, I'm trying to find, I tried to, and I'm sure I could, could try find something that's not, like, because crime isn't just murder. No. So true crime is not just murder. Yeah, so I'm trying to find, you know, some One of these stuff days, a little bit different yeah. than what we normally do. So... I thought I found something, and then I, when I got into this, I was like, oh, I'm wrong. You were like, yes, and then, oh, damn The it. jewelry heist is literally, like, two sentences of it, so oh. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> you got me all excited for nothing. I know. I it's should, fine. There's you tease. a couple other ones that I know I want to do that are not murders, but. I kind of want to do, like, an I survived kind of, like, a, yeah. where, like, the victim kicks ass, takes names. Right. But. Cool. We'll see what happens. Okay, so let's get into this. Yeah, let's do it. Um, William Raymond Nesbitt was born on June 1st, 1899 in Marshalltown, Iowa. Unfortunately, we don't know... Wait, you said 1899, correct? Yes. Okay. I just I was like processing it and I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A long time ago. Yeah. Fortunately, we don't know much and actually nothing about his childhood so can't tell you much there but that's not a huge shock in the 1930s he was a very successful jewelry heist man (laughs) he had a partner named harold baker who he would work with a lot on december 31st 1936 in sioux falls south dakota hey william nesbitt harold baker harold's girlfriend and a few other men robbed a jewelry store okay they made off with about $37,000 worth of jewels. Damn. Um, in 2021, that would be worth about $698,372. Holy shit. I'm so proud of myself for saying that number right. Yeah, Ooh. buddy. A lot of times when I have the big numbers, I ask mom. Yeah. I text mom. I go, can you write this up for me? <laughs> she numbers does. Bless hard. her soul. Um, so they made off with a lot of money and a lot of jewelry. Yeah, no kidding. Now, shortly after the jewelry heist, William Nesbitt ended up killing his partner, Harold Baker, in a gunpowder explosion in Minnehaha County, which is right near Sioux Falls. 
So he it was an accidental killing or an on-purpose killing? Let me killing? get in, into it really okay. quick. Um, they were driving just five miles east of Sioux Falls. Wait, there were cars? Apparently. Damn it. In 1937? Oh, 1937. I thought we were... S- okay. Never mind. Just kidding. They no were worries. driving just five miles east of Sioux Falls in order to obtain some dynamite to make nitroglycerin. Don't know for what or for why, but that is what they were doing. When <coughs> the men all got out of the car... Danielle's choking on water. <laughs> the three of them ended up getting into a fight. Harold's girlfriend got out of the car and attempted to stop the fight. And when she did, Williams, William sorry, hit her in the head multiple times with a hammer. Oh my god. Then one of the other men shot her. She and Harold were both dragged to the powder house. One of the men lit a match, threw it in, and then they all calmly walked away. Yuck. Harold was unconscious. However, Harold's girlfriend was somehow conscious, and she was able to crawl away from the powder house before it exploded. What? Yeah. Did we have her name? Or no, no, I don't okay. have her name. That's a bummer, because she's a badass. Well, she's also a jewelry heist robber. Yeah, but she didn't try and kill anybody. <laughs> that's true. That we know of. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, we don't know her name, so. <laughs> yeah. Now, the match the man lit exploded 3,500 pounds of dynamite. Oh, my God. And 7,000 pounds of black gunpowder. Oh, my God. Harold was killed instantly. Yeah. And the blast was felt all over the countryside, breaking glass and mirrors five miles away in Sioux Falls. Holy shit. Yeah. So it was like. That's not a little guy. That's a big boy. Yeah. Damn. Harold's girlfriend was able to identify William and his accomplices as the reason for the explosion, as well as for the murder of Harold and attempted murder of her. Was there anything left of Harold? Because, I, I mean, how... I don't think... If I had how guess, could there be? Yeah. It's a big, big explosion. Um, now, William was captured for the murder and jewelry heist in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma on February 26, 1937. So just like two months after. Yeah, I was going to say he wasn't missing for long. Yeah, and was sentenced to life in prison on May 28th, 1937. Um, I don't know about the other men that were there. I didn't have names for them either. Okay. So we're not going to talk about it. So him. he was kind of like the leader of the crew. Apparently, yeah. Okay. Now, this life sentence was commuted to just 20 years in prison on what? February 18th, 1946. So that's almost 10 years later. That doesn't seem fair for brutally murdering yeah. and exploding a body. Yeah, I don't know. Now, surprisingly, this isn't what William Nesbitt is mostly known for. Oh, boy. After years of imprisonment, William became a, quote-unquote, trusty prisoner. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, he okay. was given the job of personal chauffeur to the warden. Oh, no. On September 4th, 1946, William failed to return to the prison after running some errands. Because, like, I mean... Why would he? Yeah. You guys just literally gave this man a car. And we're like, like, okay, see you back at five. Bye. Yeah. Dumb. Um, A manhunt quickly ensued, but William was long gone at this point. Which, yeah, because, like, if I left at 8 a.m. to run some errands... Yeah. You mm. bet your ass I'd just floor it the hell out of there. Yeah. Not now because, like, you'd get caught instantly. But back in the day when they didn't have 
surveillance like we do now be so easy to just disappear right now on december 26 1946 so about two months three months later william was charged with unlawful flight to avoid confinement so um, basically just like breaking out of prison yeah okay on march 15 1950 so they found him again let's let me get on sorry with the story. sorry sorry <laughs> i was um, confused march 15th i think they just charged him with it even though he was okay so like gone. they were saying like so that we can't not charge him later yeah. we're gonna charge him now because we know who we're looking for yeah. okay um now on march 15th 1950 so this is four years later okay William Nesbitt became number three on the first ever FBI's Most Wanted list. Ooh, good for him. (laughs) This list was published in all the major newspapers around the country. Now, a 14-year-old boy. I don't have names for either of these two boys that are about to come in. Can we give them names? Would it be less confusing to give them names? No, it's not very long. Okay. Um, A 14-year-old boy coming home from school one day in St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey. Noticed the picture of William printed in the newspaper as well as his description and what he was wanted for. This 14-year-old boy and his 13-year-old friend like to spend a lot of time on the Mississippi River Banks in St. Paul, and they like to do some exploring over there. Cool. Over the past few months, this boy and his friend had become acquaintances with a man named Ray, who happened to live in one of the caves in the bluffs by the Mississippi River. Because that's not suspicious at all. Yeah. They had become friendly with Ray over the past months, and they would often stop and talk with him about his travels, and Ray would allow them to come and explore his cave. Um, now, unexpectedly, in March of 1950, the same month um, he was put in the FBI most wanted list, Yes, Ray told him to stop coming over to the caves because it was too dangerous and he didn't want them to get hurt. Yeah, okay. Now, the 14-year-old boy decided to cut out the picture of William in the newspaper and take it over to his 13-year-old friend to see if he also thought that the man in the photo could possibly be their friend Ray. The friend agreed and they did have a, that they did have a lot of similarities and the two boys decided to phone the police. What good kids. <laughs> On March 18th, 1950, just two days after William was placed on the FBI's most wanted list. He was caught in the caves near the Mississippi River, all thanks to these two boys and their intelligence. And their observation skills. Like, damn. Um, I, like, see an actor in a movie and I'm like, they look familiar. And then I have no idea why. Obviously, William was sent back to prison. Good. For a longer sentence. Yeah. Couldn't find the exact amount of time. But that's literally the whole story <laughs> that's cr- that's crazy though that's really cool that he was number three on the very first ever yeah FBI it only took most two wanted. days to find him yeah that's crazy yeah especially back then yeah so that's really cool i don't know i, I just want to do i was gonna do like a full story on this and then i was like there's no fucking way yeah that no. i could do a full <laughs> story because <laughs> no. literally i think i found there's two wikipedia pages and one murderpedia page on this guy and that's it seriously yeah damn and like the wikipedia is literally like three paragraphs long it's so short so that's really cool i wonder if there are like any books about him or anything maybe you know what else i was thinking would be kind of cool to look into is are like the pinkertons because they were like before fbi Mm. fbi 
there's got to be some pretty dope stories there yeah so um that is our extremely mini mini episode it's our mini mini um i'm so sorry if you guys are wanting something longer but you know what i've been so busy i promise the next one will be a little bit better than that it's all good um that was a really cool story i liked that a lot it was short but interesting yeah it was really cool um let me see my two sources which were (laughs) wikipedia (laughs) and murderpedia long list there bud thank you um cool so that was that um love it i hope you guys enjoyed it that was cool i liked it i'm so I, sorry well no i love the history kind of ones i mean i did jesse james and that wasn't yeah. like super long either yeah so i mean it's fine the minis are a way for us to do stories that are interesting that we and that just, are short yeah that, that we, we just could never stretch into a full, a full episode 25 so. to 45 minutes yeah so Cool. Um, and you know what? Some people really like the short ones. Mom yeah. could listen to this one on her way to work. I'm truly, <laughs> literally, her mile drive. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Well, I just let's not even put our socials in this one. Okay. I don't think the people need it. Find us on socials. Just yeah. just search us. You'll you'll find us. You'll more find than likely. Us. And I mean, we'll say them at the end of our long ones, but yeah. I just think this one why this not? This one doesn't really super need it. need it. Yeah, they just heard it on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. So, so. cool. Well, we'll talk to you guys next <laughs> Tuesday. Have a good one. Bye.